You're listening to the Winsight Podcast Network. Welcome to Menu Feed, a weekly podcast from Restaurant Business and Food Service Director. I'm Pat Kobe, Senior Editor covering menu, food, drink, and chefs for both brands. Joining me on the podcast is Sharon Arthoffer, CEO and founder of Sipfresh, a growing beverage concept with four locations. Sharon created Sipfresh to elevate the selection and service of soft drinks. The menu puts flavor and freshness first, with choices including juice-based fresh sips, tropical sips, shaken tea sips, chamois, and smoothie sips, and varieties like cucumber, mint, lime, mango, and pineapple tea, and strawberry mojito. Sipologists create the recipes for the beverages, and trained sipistas, pattern after baristas, offer free samples and skillfully garnished drinks. Each location has an inviting cocktail bar vibe, without the alcohol, of course. Listen as Sharon shares how her retail and marketing background helped her launch fast casual sip fresh, why the time is right to refresh the beverage segment, and her future plans for growing sip fresh. Welcome, Sharon. Thanks so much for joining the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Pat. It's a pleasure, and I love the work you do. Thank you. Well, let's begin by you telling me a little bit about the career path that led you to start a beverage concept. So I started out in marketing many moons ago, many years ago, and um, loved corporate, particularly because I just got so much great experience, you know, really good disciplines. From there, I started my own business back in New York. And um, my husband was transferred 13 years after I opened my first business to California. And I sold the retail stores and moved out here and thought, I'll try something new. Um, And met a couple of fellows that started a new snack concept at the time, almost 30 years ago. And I sort of jumped on and assisted them in the launch. In doing so, I became involved in the franchising part of it. In particular, I became a franchisee, spoke with a lot of franchisees, and really learned so much about that industry in general. Uh, About five years ago, I realized there's such a huge growth projection in the beverage industry and beverages just took off. There were so many interesting things, but nobody was doing this fresh fruit based juice concept uh, that we came up with and put a a fun menu together. We actually hired mixologists Mm. to help us. Oh, cool. And yeah, it was really fun working with that, with them. And then we hired a chef to help us scale up once we really targeted what we wanted our menu to look like. Mm-hmm. So we tasted a lot of juice for those seven, eight months, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun creating. Right. And Sip Fresh actually is a little different than just a straight juice concept because you have lots of other you know, kinds of beverages on the menu. They might all be based on juice, but it seems like, you know, they deviate a bit. Absolutely. So we really didn't want to just be another press juice business or one of those things. We really took it to a next level with regard to um, three things. The first was we wanted to elevate the offerings and make them different and much more unique. Mm -hmm. We really 
paid a lot of attention as we do now to what's on trend with regard to what consumers want. You know, you see dragon fruit and mango and kiwi and a lot of fruit that people just really weren't drinking on a regular basis. So we've incorporated that into our menu and have a lot of fun doing those kinds of things. We also notice what's on trend with regard to tahine is a big thing all of a sudden. Um, we've been serving it for five years and now suddenly everybody's on board with this tahine kick. So we really paid attention to elevating our offerings we even added to the mix um, some LTOs, limited time only products that became part of our standard menu because they were so popular, we couldn't get rid of them. You know, we couldn't pull them. So we made them part of our, our basic menu and they're called our specialty tropical drinks. Oh, so they, what are some you know, of those? What are the, can you give me some examples? Sure. So we have one called a mango tango, which is absolutely yummy. It's one of our best sellers and it's a blended fresh mango. And again, we add a few fun ingredients, including tahini and chamoy. Um, and we serve it up with some fresh mango on top. So it's beautiful and delicious. Mm-hmm. We have a strawberry lava. So you feel like you've just been, uh, you've just woken up in the tropics. We hope that's the feeling we're giving you. So it's a coconut strawberry blended drink. That's yummy. Mm. And then this, the standard pina colada, but the twist. Yeah. So, um, so those are, our, those are our tropical and they're incredibly popular. And why do you think the beverage category is particularly active right now? I mean, it's it seems like they're all, I mean, aside from just straight juice concepts, there are bubble tea concepts and there are lots of coffee and smoothie concepts and even like specialty sodas, which I guess is kind of a little bit in your space, but not really. <laughs> but um, yeah. it's another area that's growing. Yeah, in fact, we um, great question. And let me start with, I think the beverage category has become popular because we were becoming so staid in snack after snack after snack or new sandwich place or a new chicken place or whatever the concept might be. Mm-hmm. People started realizing there are several day parts that they're going to enjoy a beverage. We start with coffee mm-hmm. and then we go to several other opportunities during the day that we want a different beverage. So I think people started to really jump onto whether it's a fresh pressed juice or a um, boba or all of that, but nobody was doing what we were doing. And what we did was we took fresh juices or fresh fruit. We created our recipes using those as our base. And then we presented it a very different way. We created an experience, a visual experience. If you see how we present them in these beautiful glass barrels, you see the customer sees us actually serving it up. It's not you take an order and then disappear and come back five minutes later. Mm-hmm. The, the guest is engaged in the sampling of everything. So there's a bit of a conversation and an interaction that you don't get anywhere else. You don't sample coffee. You don't sample the bobas, the teas. You come to sip fresh. You see it. You sample it. And then you sip it is what we call it. So the service style is you have these big um, like jugs filled with the various juices and they are dispensed that way. Yes, they're they're on display on a bar. Okay. And our sapistas are standing on, on the bar. And if you walk by Pat, they'll offer you, would you like a guava strawberry or a uh, mixed berry lemonade or whatever the, the juices are? We typically have 10 on the bar mm-hmm. and uh, they sample them. And then the guest is invited to 
if they want to mix and match or just order right there. And then we, we make it for them as they're standing there. That's really cool. And a lot of them seem almost like, I know that a lot of bars and restaurants are doing like spirit free or alcohol free cocktails. Now they're not calling them mocktails anymore because those kind of have a bad image, (laughs) but what you're doing is kind of like that. um, But in a different type of concept, in a standalone concept. So was that an inspiration for uh, for Sip Fresh? When we started, we just wanted to really create this amazing, delicious alternative to all the other beverages that are kind of boring out there that are everywhere. Um, it turned out our timing couldn't have been better because, yes, we are constantly being brought in. In fact, we were in Arizona, one of our locations, and we were interviewed by their local news channel, specifically around the whole mocktail concept in January or dry January or whatever you want to call it. So we had a whole um, show on it. It was really fun to do. And we created um, pomegranate cosmos and just different things that were really kind of fun and delicious. Do you call any of your drinks that you serve after like cocktails? Do you try and make them sound like cocktails? You know, the only two that sort of, have gone that way are the pina colada mm-hmm. that I mentioned to you earlier. Right. And we have a mojito, which is basically just delicious strawberry or watermelon, fresh muddled mint, um, everything, all the ingredients without the, the alcohol. So those are the only two that we really, that lend themselves more to those names. Right. Well, let's talk a little bit about execution because you're, Garnishes seem very elaborate for, you know, a fast, casual kind of concept. And you have sipologists in the back who create the drinks. Is that correct? That's correct. <laughs> so how much so, labor is involved in creating the drinks? You're you're asking all my favorite questions. <laughs> so the beauty of this model, and this is another thing, having been a franchisee, I knew exactly what people want and they want simplicity of operations. I mean, that's number one and an easy labor model. We all know what we went through in COVID and that was the beauty of ours. We never had problems hiring because we have one sipologist in the back making the juices and making the garnishes. And then all your other staff is up front serving, sampling and serving. So that person, it's so simple. Our recipes are easy. They're streamlined. That individual can make everything for the day in a few hours. Mm. And then everyone else is really focused on serving our guests and making the experience top notch. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds wonderful. How much training was involved with, you know, when you hire a sipologist? So we have a very... um, we feel a robust training program for each um, staff member. We call them um, sipistas who are serving up front and right. then sipologists in the back. And they're all cross-trained regardless. And we end up taking, um, I would say you can get the entire training done very comfortably in five days. And it's not full-time eight hours. So It's a fairly, uh, we have a great learning management system, an LMS, that supports training. So the manager or the franchisee can sign on, go through each module, and then do the learning, you know, see it, and then do it side by side. So it's really great. And who actually developed the recipes? You mentioned that you worked with some mixologists, but do you work and you have a chef on staff? 
We have a chef that we call as needed. He really helped us in the first seven, eight months where we just sat down. And then if we want to tweak something or we need help or we want to create, we can call him in. We also have other people on staff who have some training that help us Mm -hmm. um, in creating new limited time or whatever. Right. So, yes. Well, I guess it's your marketing background, too, that, um, you know, you came up with these great names for everybody, like a sipologist and a sipista and sipfresh. I mean, I think that's a great name, too. So did that really inspire? I mean, your background in marketing kind of motivate you to come up with these clever names? I've been very lucky. Yes, I worked for some of the best companies when it came to that training, that that, that corporate training and marketing. So that helped a lot. Um, I would also say that some of this stuff, we had a great um, agency that assist out of New York, actually, that assisted us in developing the the visual of the concept. So mm. the design of the stores and all of that. And we really worked over and over again, brainstorming on the name of the brand and really loved Sip Fresh. I think it says everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Sipistas were a bit of a play on baristas, to be very right. honest. We sort of did a giggle. Uh and started calling them sapistas one day. Uh, so, so yes, we, we try to have a lot of fun with the brand. It should We don't take ourselves too seriously. That's for sure. Well, tell me a little bit about the design of the stores and what kind of equipment you need if you want to start one. So the design, I don't know if you've seen what we call our mural of fruit around it. If you go on to sipfreshjuice.com, you'll see the mm-hmm. storefronts, each one of our storefronts. We call that fruit soup. And that's how it was created. So we said we wanted something that was really bold and bright and and spoke to guests as they walked by without being heavy. Mm-hmm. And this designer uh, created what we call now the soup, the fruit soup. And that's our mural. Um, from there, we wanted to also really extend lifestyle and fresh quality. And so we created some posters and some artwork around that to, to give that feel. And then Finally, the equipment is quite easy. It, it's very simple. It's a lot of plug and play. The beauty of Sip Fresh is we'll never hire somebody and say you've got to work at a fryer or an oven or any of that stuff. So our equipment is very simple, um, all plug and play. So it's a, it's a nice uh, low cost build out with regard to very easy equipment. So do you, I guess you have blenders in the back of the house. What else? So we have a walk-in cooler, blenders. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, a lot of refrigeration, primarily it's all refrigeration. Okay. And then, um, I also noticed that like the dispensers in the front of the house, you also kind of transform that into a catering program, I guess people can like buy one of those to use at home. So tell me about that. I thought that was really unique. Yeah. So we have a loyalty app or you can just come into the store and do it. But so many people were asking us, hey, I'm having a party for 25 this weekend or I'm having my daughter's birthday or whatever it might have been, a barbecue. And they wanted catering. So we put together a catering program. Our head of marketing, actually, Michelle Chino, put together a beautiful catering program where you can do it two ways. You can just buy it by the gallon and we Mm -hmm. give you the gallon and the um, fruit garnish. And all you have to do is add ice. Or you can take it next level and get the entire um, setup, which is you'll get the barrels. You rent the barrels and they're plastic. We don't give you the glass because they're just Mm. too fragile. You rent the barrels and the ladle. We give you the juices and the garnish. And all you have to do is buy ice and then you set it up 
and it's like a mini sip fresh in your home backyard wherever you want it yeah yeah so and it's beautiful can, yeah people can even serve themselves then they just correct yeah that correct so those must be popular is that something you're expanding on or oh it's doing really well and yes we had so much traction this summer and we're hoping to continue to build on it it's just fun i mean we've talked to guests who have done it they're all always very satisfied and happy with the program and uh, we're finding some have are very creative. They'll have the kids table versus the adult table and they'll pick flavors accordingly mm. um, or add ons accordingly. <laughs> so uh, but it's really been very popular and we continue to build on that. Well, I know you're in some warm weather states, but if you were moving into the East Coast, for example, would you have anything that was more like winter oriented, you know, like I'm not thinking hot drinks, especially, but maybe that's an option. <laughs> At this point, we haven't really explored hot drinks yet, hot beverages. Um, and we really like the fact that everything is fresh fruit and very um, just really high quality. We use very high quality products. I would say there there will still be an attraction. We're primarily right now going into lifestyle centers, uh, very high traffic, A plus regional malls. Mm -hmm. People are still drinking a cold beverage, even in the wintertime. You know, I grew up on the East Coast. And one thing I remember clearly, both Northern Virginia outside of Washington and New York, which are the two places I lived most of my life before moving here. You go into a mall in the middle of winter and it's 80 degrees. They've, you know, cranked up the heat so high that you're starting to take everything off and you're thirsty and you want something cool. So I think it will lend itself even the in the winter months, even yeah. on the East Coast. Well, there's, there are statistics that show that people drink more iced coffee all year round. And even in Minnesota, you know, people are ordering iced coffee in the winter. So I, I don't think there are any um, restrictions anymore. It's but, funny. That's true. And things are, are shifting so fast. I mean, you're okay. right. So do you are you able to I mean, your menu is pretty extensive. Are you able to cross utilize a lot of ingredients as well? Yes. Yes, we have basics for our for our fruit, and then we create from there. So, mm -hmm. absolutely, um, our our menu starts with our fresh sips, which is the big jugs or barrels that you mentioned on the bar. We have ten flavors, and then we have tea sips, which are basically fruit infused teas. Mm -hmm. So you can order black or green tea, and you can uh, we can then sh we shake it in a martini shaker with the fruit to really blend it together. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. Then we have the tropical sips, which I mentioned, which are the more specialty blended. And then we have four smoothies. Mm. And then we have just a straight fresh fruit bowl. If you just want fresh fruit, you're in the mood for just a nice refreshing bowl. We serve that. And then we have something called our cha-cha chamoy, which is our signature trademark drink, which is based on either watermelon, mango, or pineapple juice. Mm -hmm. And it has a beautiful big watermelon fruit garnish that's cut on top it's almost like a, a fruit salad with a juice all at the same time it's delicious very popular so all of those are sort of mix and match so we do try to stay with a basic level of fruit mm -hmm. and then be able to mix and match it on our different for our different ingredients we also have part of our menu which is kind of fun we offer the fruit boba but we don't make that a primary 
We don't, we don't want to be a boba shop. We offer it because consumers want it. So we offer um, six to eight of those boba flavors that you can add to your drinks if you want to. Oh, you mean just the little pearls that you can correct? Okay. And they're fruit. They're not tapioca. They're fruit flavored. So they're based on fruit, whether it's kiwi or strawberry or mango. They're delicious and fun. Yeah, cool. So as we wind down 2023 and move into 2024, what are you most looking forward to for SipFresh? We are pretty excited about continuing to expand our footprint across not only Southern California, but across the U.S. We have interest. Um, we have a franchisee signed up in Colorado. Um, we Arizona. We have people interested in Texas. And we're starting to see people are hearing about us and looking at us on the East Coast. Mm. I think it would be pretty exciting to be in Florida, um, Georgia, even New York and New Jersey have expressed some interest. So we're hoping to really expand that footprint. We will always be innovative and continue to look for interesting items to add to our menu, whether it be LTO or, um, you know, something that becomes permanent. But we want to keep that menu streamlined so consumers and franchisees don't get bogged down with too much. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we want to remain on trend, whether it be, you know, we've added chia and flaxseed to our menu for people who want to a nice, uh, healthy add-on. Uh, we want to continue to look and dig deep and do research on what's out there and what's interesting and what's sustainable. We don't want to be a fad. We really want to make sure that we're adding things mm-hmm. that consumers want long-term. Would you ever think of expanding into like colleges or you know corporate um, locations like cafeterias? Corporate? Yes. Great question. That's on our list for expansion. So we, as I mentioned, we say malls and lifestyle centers, anywhere that there's high foot traffic is perfect for us. So university or university adjacent transportation centers are fabulous. Uh, There are several areas that we see as opportunities for us to continue to grow. Thanks so much, Sharon. I hope a sip fresh opens near me soon. It really sounds like my kind of place. You can download this episode of Menu Feed and past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Pat Kobe.